everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we revisit an episode from 2018 with Dr. Margaret Christensen. Toxic mold is an incredibly common yet often completely unassuming trigger and cause of many different chronic health conditions. Dr. Pampa is meeting with Dr. Christensen, who is an integrative doctor who has conquered mold in her own life. And she's here to share her story and hopefully help you understand how to know if mold is affecting you. They'll discuss why toxic mold is becoming so common these days and how toxic mold is different from regular mold allergies. You'll also learn what mycotoxins are and what common symptoms are if you're struggling with chronic health problems and mold may be to blame. So thanks for joining and welcome again to Cellular Healing TV. Hey, I wanna tell you about one of our sponsors, Cytodetox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cytodetox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years, I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Well, Margaret, welcome to the show. Cell TV, that is. Well, thanks so much, Dan, for having me. Yeah, well, I was on your uh, summit. Uh, Absolutely. Your yeah, where you had some of uh, the world's experts in this topic. Wow. What a topic. I'm excited um, to bring this again to Cell TV. We've done a lot of shows on how to make your home safe, but we haven't done a mold show in a while. And when mm -hmm. I look at why people are sick, why people can't lose weight, hormonal problems, unexplainable illnesses or symptoms, autoimmune, mold is one of the things we always have to determine if it's a factor. And I'll tell you, it's one of those hidden factors that most people think they're not being exposed because they don't see mold, but yet it can be one of the causes that goes hidden um, and unseen. So, uh, well, Margaret, tell me your story. I mean, how, you know, how, how did you get involved in this? So much so. Wow. Summit on mold. And I, I think you're the only mold summit that I know of. And I think it's a really important one for everyone to watch. So how'd you get involved in this? Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I don't think anybody's attempted to do a mold summit before because it's such a huge and complex topic right. because you're, it's really, it's evolving to patients. You have the, the, the person themselves and their family and or their coworkers, and then you have you know the building the home the school the church the dorm whatever it is so uh in terms of my own personal story i'm i'm a you know i was a really successful OBGYN. i had a big practice uh here in dallas where i am and uh, this was 18 years ago and i just um i was just getting so fatigued and i couldn't figure out what was wrong with me i was so tired all the time yeah i had four kids and you know i didn't sleep much delivering babies but something else was wrong my whole body hurt um and, um, uh, and I couldn't, you know, and I would go see my different uh, colleagues and say, well, honey, you're just depressed. Here's your antidepressant or, you know, go see the pain doctor, go see the physical therapist and nothing, nothing was really helping. 
And now at the same time, a, a number of my family members were also sick. We had asthma, allergies, ADD issues, migraines, um, a lot of uh, sleep disturbances, some psychiatric stuff going on. And no dots were ever connected. And it, it took actually over eight years. And I ended up having to close my practice because I felt so bad. And I still didn't figure out what was wrong with me. Mm. It wasn't until a re-exposure eight years later that I figured out and re-realized, oh, we had toxic mold in that house. You know, we had sold it and moved out. Um, but took everything with us, you know, I, I knew nothing. <laughs> and, right, right, meaning that you can contaminate the next place. Yeah, 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 and unfortunately, I think that the, the next place we went to also had some issues, and you know, one of the interesting things is, is I was actually able to get better initially because, because of this, I got into functional medicine, you know, I had a friend who gave me some nutrients, and you know, to, uh, much to my resistance, because I was like, you know, expensive urine, uh, and, uh, but I started taking them and I, I felt significantly better within about months. And then I quit taking them because I thought I don't need them. And I crashed after I stopped taking them. This was about two years into this process. And I was like, oh, hmm, biochemistry and physiology. And uh, so uh, because of that, I, I got into functional medicine. I started going to some courses and really, I still didn't know what the problem was. Uh, but I got better just from changing diet and lifestyle until I got hit a second time. Now, again, my family members were still, everybody was having issues. And Dan, this is so common. I'm sure you see this all the time. You know, doctors don't realize what they're seeing. And uh, as just like you mentioned, everything from autoimmune to chronic neurological diseases, psychiatric disorders are, is a really big one that is completely unrecognized oh, as being yes. related. I've got some great cases that I can, we can talk about, but well, anyway, that's, that, that's how I got into this. And I, I, I actually, like I, I closed my practice twice, my first, my big practice, because I couldn't keep going. And I took two years off just to, to get better. And I started this little teeny tiny practice in the back of a compounding pharmacy. And then I, I moved my way up, got into another office. That office building was really toxic. And the apartment that I was living in part-time was also moldy. So I mean, it was like following me around. Oh, Joe Carnahan, we, 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 we kind of laughed about this. And I, um, some of the other folks on the summit that I, that I talked to, we, we, we're just sort of like mold magnets. You know, it, it follows us everywhere we go. And uh, you know, some of us are a lot more susceptible than others to some of the side effects. So it took a while to figure out. It wasn't until that second re-exposure I actually went to the environmental health center, which is here in Dallas. There's a very famous doctor, Dr. William Ray, Bill Ray, um, who's one of the pioneers in environmental medicine. He's recently died, unfortunately. He, he did recently die, and he died the week before I was supposed to interview him for the summit. So um, I did interview uh, Dr. Stephanie McCarter. She's on, and she's talking about EMFs. Um, uh, and the role of electronic, uh, I mean, the uh, electronic fields in again exacerbating all kinds of illness, and that's a whole other topic we can talk about mm -hmm. and what it does to molds. But uh, yeah, so that's that's how I got started, and and then I you know started a little teeny boutique practice in functional medicine, and over time, um, again, my husband uh, developed Parkinson's and. And he had Lyme too, and and you know we know that mold is such an immunosuppressant that any underlying infections that you've picked up along the way, viruses, parasites, yeah. mold, you know, uh, Lyme, that can all rebirth itself. Yeah, and by so the way, I, and mold is such a big factor that many people are trying to get well from these different infections, and they mm -hmm. can't because they're in a mold exposure unknowingly, unknowingly, yeah. right? You know, and it, it's you have to you have to get rid of the the mold exposure. You know, by the way, folks, uh, you, we're going to make sure we link you to the mold summit because you need to see, you know, the world's experts in this area. This is a big deal. I have to ask this question, uh, sure. 
you know, why you, you know, you had been to in many different mold exposures. Right. You know, I was part of, you know, I had massive mercury in my brain and, you know, we right. were living in probably a low grade, low grade mold exposure, but it became more problematic because my bucket was full. We realized that most people are bombarded with different neurotoxins, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, metals and mold are some of the biggest ones. Why is mold so prevalent? I mean, you, you are in how many mold? And so many people are in homes right now or businesses or schools unknowingly, but yeah. there's mold. Why has this become such an epidemic? Well, you know, that's a great question, Dan. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, at least 50% of houses and 60% of commercial buildings have had some kind of water damage. And a lot of it has to do with how we build and construct homes and, you know, buildings in this country with the materials that we're using, particularly sheetrock, which is basically paper. It's food, it's, it's food, it's food for, yeah, cellulose, it's food for molds and, and, you know, shoddy building standards. Uh, and it's real interesting because in other places of the world, they don't have quite the same uh, problems that we do. We also have the challenges with very tight buildings um, and uh, particularly, you know, again, buildings that were built in the, in the seventies and eighties that don't breathe. They don't right. breathe. Well, so you don't have good air circulation. So once you get a water problem, whether it's from an air conditioner leak or from a, you know, toilet overflowing or, right. um, it, you know, it can be a, you know, window leaking. It doesn't have to be a roof. It doesn't have to be a flood. And, and, and that's, there's the problem, Dan. So many of the time, uh, so much of the time, it's these small, slow leaks that are happening behind walls. People don't notice and, uh, and or underneath the houses if they're on a pier and beam house, that's another common uh, challenge. And, and because of how the air conditioning system works, and if you have fans on inside the house that are sucking, they're sucking air in, in through the walls or in from underneath the house, and that can contaminate the space. And you know, and then it gets into the air conditioning system, and you're blowing mycotoxins around. And we can talk about specifically mycotoxins because that's the big problem. Yeah. Uh, especially for mitochondria. Yeah, because I, I think when people think of mold, they think um, allergies. Allergy. Yeah. Uh, but that's, they're having an allergy to the spore, but mold produces a biotoxin. Explain that for people because that's a really important distinction. That's a really great uh, distinction. So, you know, again, most people, when they're thinking about um, mold, they're thinking about the mold counts that are outside and, you know, it's spring or fall and, and you have, you know, more pollen and more, more molds. That's different. And those definitely, that can cause allergies. But the type of molds that grow inside water damaged buildings that are again feeding on the sheetrock. Those not only can cause you know, chronic allergies, stuffy nose, recurrent sinus problems, sinusitis, infections, upper respiratory cough, drainage, et cetera, but it's the mycotoxins that those toxic molds produce that are so damaging to cell membranes and to mitochondria. And I know all of your folks watching know what mitochondria are. That's the powerhouse, the energy production ourselves. So these mycotoxins, they're fat soluble. So once they get in your system, they ought, they're going to go to the areas of fat. That's in between the cell membranes is a layer of fat. Right. In the mitochondrial membranes, there's a little layer of fat. And what's our brain? It's all fat. Yep. Um, and so, so when you get these mycotoxins that get in you, you can have had exposure like, you know, you grew up in a, in a moldy basement, you know, in, you know, somewhere up in the uh, Northeast coast. Uh, and yeah, and you maybe you had some allergies, you didn't feel great, but you weren't really sick. But then subsequent exposures over time, it's the sort of sicker, quicker phenomenon. Yeah. Um, you, you've built up your bucket. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would just walk into a restaurant and be, you know, and I had a nose for it at one point, you know, I mean, I could mm -hmm. smell it a mile away. And, <clears throat> and then lo and behold, I'd realize I'd be sick days later. Um, yeah. Time for weeks, just from one 
exposure. I mean, even walking in, smelling it for, uh, you know, five smells before I turned around and got out, I still got sick quicker, sicker, quicker, you know, meaning our immune system was so hypersensitized now from this, it just drove this inflammatory response. And people have no clue that that's yeah. happening, by the way, right? And, and that's a sad thing. Talk, talk a little bit about, because I want people to identify, because now we have people thinking, well, maybe this is me. So okay. talk about that. Give, give some symptoms, and we can even talk about some tests that we uh, need to run, and then some tests maybe if you want to test your house. So let's kind of go in that direction. For okay, sure. So, so let's, uh, you know, again, one of the common symptoms is recurrent upper respiratory infections, chronic cough, or um, chronic allergies, and sinus infections. So if you've been on antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic for a chronic sinus infection, we know that that's a fungal problem. It's a fungal, it's fungal overgrowth that has taken place in the cavities because you've killed off all the good bacteria anyway with the, with the, good, um, with the antibiotics. But breathing in the molds and the mycotoxins themselves are incredibly irritating to the whole sinus system and they create biofilms. So yeah. what you get is this, this sort of um, slime-like layer of molds together with bacteria, with yeast, with fungi, and they, they make a layer of snot around themselves that's protecting themselves from our immune system and from, from antibiotics. And so what, what happens? People take oral antibiotics after oral antibiotic, after oral antibiotic, and maybe they get some sinus surgery and they still are sick. It's fungal. They ha you have to use some type of antifungal treatment and then rinsing out the sinuses. Now, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, and there's a test that I like to run called Marcon's mm -hmm. testing for Marcon. It's a simple mm -hmm. nasal test for $80 yeah. to $100. Yeah, so uh, we can we can do that. And Marcon's is looking for the bacterial infections, but what you know, even um, but now they uh, run a fungal now, portion of it. But when you have these resistant, uh, these resistant staff up there, these negative staff, it's an indicator that you were in a mold exposure. Absolutely, and um, you know, and that you've been on tons and tons of antibiotics. So you know, we don't even have to get those nasal cultures anymore. Uh, uh, there's a really, really great organization that I would strongly recommend that um, all of your participants check out uh, because there's a lay, uh, there's a, a section for the lay for the lay lay people. It's called the International Society for Environmentally Acquired Illness, and um, ISEAI.org. And, and what we're doing is bringing together all the minds who've been working on these complex chronic illness problems and mold toxicity and Lyme and infections, everybody kind of coming together along with environmental air um, inspectors and um, experts in that area, along with the, the lay public, so we can all work together to try and solve all these problems, kind of like people are working together to try and solve autism. Um, because it's, again, it's such a, such a common uh, challenge that we're seeing. So we talked about sinus infections, that's, that's, that's a biggie. And again, we need to think about your, when your sinuses are inflamed, all those cytokines, those chemicals in your sinuses being produced by the white blood cells, they're seeping into your brain. Yeah. And, and that gives it, oh, so you get that brain fog, that heavy headedness, I just don't feel good, I can't think straight, I get headaches, get migraines, those are common symptoms. Um, brain inflammation, also anxiety, particularly sort of that free-floating anxiety, can't ever figure out where it's coming from, have a hard time sleeping, can't, can't get that brain to calm down and, and, and be derevved. Yeah. That's a problem. Again, kind of chronic brain inflammation, we both know, creates a depression. Uh, so, you know, and then what happens when you're swallowing all those boogies? They're going into your gut 
and, and, and then you're disrupting that microbiome and you've already taken 10 rounds of antibiotics, which has really disrupted your microbiome, suppressed your immune system, you're even more susceptible. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of chronic challenges that we see. One of, one of our guests is Evan Brand, who um, is, is real big on candida and yeast. And so we, and we talk about the yeast mold connection uh, is so common because people are being exposed to toxic molds, getting infections, and then getting treated with antibiotics. And then you get yeast in the gut, vaginal yeast, you get prostatitis, you can get interstitial cystitis, which is kind of recurrent irritation of the bladder. So those are, those are things... Um, uh, we talked about anxiety and depression, even bipolar and psychoses. Mary Ackerley is one of the gals we interview, uh, Dr. Mary Ackerley. She's an amazing psychiatrist and um, got into mold toxicity uh, just sort of totally by accident. And uh, and now, again, a lot of uh, she and a lot of the um, other docs uh, who are psychiatrists on this ICI.org forum, uh, forum are talking about 80% of their clients that they're measuring have mycotoxins mm -hmm. of this with, with psychiatric challenges. Wow. Um, uh, you can get a lot of uh, mold rage and kind of psychosis type symptoms. And right. then uh, I talked with uh, Doug Kaufman, who he wrote the very famous book called The Fungal Link. He's got an amazing show called knowthecause.com that's, you know, people watch all around the world. He and I talk about the connection to addiction and alcoholism uh, also. Because when your brain is on fire, you feel like crap, you can't sleep, you're super anxious, what do you try and do? You, you're trying to calm it down. And right. then you're feeding it. So um, we know again, when you get that leak, you got a lot of that fibromyalgia, kind of chronic fatigue, muscle weakness. Those are uh, very common symptoms. And then you know, one area that you and you've taught so many of your mentors, Jay Davidson, who's on the show, Todd Watts is on the show, Scott Richmond, um, they're also interviewed talking about chronic infections, parasites, Lyme, co-infections. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah, the, those uh, guys were my students early on, you know, and the message then, and it spread, keep spreading the message was, look, you, ha you have to look upstream to these heavy metals and molds and mycotoxins to parasites, yeah. to candida, to your point. Right. Yeah. Because the people that can't get rid of these things to get better, they have, they could be living in a mold exposure, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's, it's really interesting because um, one of the um, folks that I interviewed that's on the bonus section is uh, uh, Dr. Dennis Hooper of Real Time Lab. So he, uh, he developed one of the first tests to test the urine for mycotoxins. And uh, what he taught me is that one of the mycotoxins that is produced is called mycophenolic acid. Uh, and mycophenolic acid is actually used in medicine to kill the immune system before somebody's going to have a bone marrow transplant. Hmm. So can you, can, you, can you understand that if we're breathing stuff in that is producing toxins that disrupt hormones, create yeah. neurological disturbance, and suppress the immune system, no wonder you get, if you have underlying viral infections, parasitic infections, and tick-borne illnesses like Lyme or co-infections, all of those can can bloom and rise, so it's kind of chicken and the egg, you know. Or and or you get bitten by a tick, and you're you know you're doing okay until you move into a moldy house. Absolutely, yeah. yeah because the immune system will keep most of those things at bay. We all have, right. candida, you know. You right. know, and now they're finding out ninety percent of population Lyme. Why aren't they all sick? Well, right. until they move into a mold exposure or have a heavy metal exposure. You know, it's always uh, the perfect storm. You know, is there a test? Okay, you mentioned you mentioned the urine. And mycotoxins. Yep. Um, you know, what are some other tests that someone could run on them? And then let's. How do we test for homes? How do we know? Sure, for homes? sure. And that's um. Uh, so we go into 
a lot of there's a lot of uh, different variety of, of testing kind of looking at the underlying disturbances in physiology and all that. But I think that one of the, the some of the best tests now um, are these mycotoxin urine tests. One is yeah. from real time lab. You have to have a physician yeah. lab. Mm -hmm. um, they've been around the longest. Uh, they do have um, a, a, a an extensive panel that particularly looks at trichothecenes, the black mold guys. Mm -hmm. uh, GPL Labs now has a urine mycotoxin test that's relatively new. Uh, some of us who are doing this are using both tests, depending on what the situation is that's presenting. Um, there's some interesting, uh, uh, the GPL test looks at xerolerone, which is one that is very hormonally disruptive, found in, uh, that actually is tested for a lot in, in the animal industry. So th those, are, those are some ways of testing. There's a very inexpensive screening test that can be done online, the visual contrast sensitivity or VCS yeah, test. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a great first screen. Yeah, right. it's a great, great first screen. Now, just because it's just because it's negative doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have an issue. Right. Um, but so it's uh, you know again, all of these can have false negatives. Um, in fact, th that's one of the things that we that we tell folks is if you you know do a urine mycotoxin test and and it's negative even though you've had a known exposure and you've got all, all the symptoms, it may be because your body is so toxic it's having a hard time detoxing for mm -hmm. it to come out in the urine. So there's, there's ways that we provoke it and ways to help. And, I, and I've definitely seen this, like, you know, if you're treating somebody all along and you, and you give them some biofilm busting agents or you're, um, you know, working with treating their Lyme and using something like biocide, and when you break up the biofilm in their gut, in their nose, whatever, you'll see an increase in the level of mycotoxins right. um, before it comes down. So, you know, we, we kind of get into that. Um, there's a lot of different blood work that you can use. Uh, Dr. Shoemaker is one of the ones who, who initially kind of elucidated a lot of uh, different tests, some inflammatory markers, things like TGF, beta, and MSH. Uh, those, those are can all change. You don't need to do the genetics anymore. Yeah, I don't look at genetics either. Uh, yeah. We, we learned, we did the HLA mm -hmm. tests on, you know, yeah. I don't know, we had, I was training many doctors yeah, uh, yeah. as well, and we, we looked at it, and we, first of all, we didn't come out with the same statistics. Second yeah. of all, yeah, what relevance is it? Because we would have four people in the house. The sickest one didn't even have the gene half the time. It was other exposures, yeah. uh, you know, where their bucket was filled and ended up reacting more to the mold. But, you know, the C4A little, uh, C4 little A mm -hmm. test, um, mm -hmm. is a good one, but it has to be done by National Jewish Laboratories, LabCorp, you know, mm -hmm. test does it. It's, it's a pain to get it, and then you have to ship it on dry eyes. So, you know, it's, it, it can be useful. But I again, I've quit using that just because it's, it's expensive and it's hard to get. And uh, you know, I find with a you know a good history, a positive mycotoxin test, and uh, you know, and you know, again, a lot of the symptoms. And then to me, I, I recommend you know, looking deep again. If you when you start using binding agents, and we talk we talk about all the different ways that you, you can approach uh, these challenges. Um, but if somebody is not getting better, then you wonder: A, is there an ongoing exposure? Because you've got you've got to get out of the situation or clean it up, right. one or the other. Um, and B, again, do they have a, a confounding uh, challenge like a heavy metal toxin, parasites? Yeah, uh, I, I that, on that for you. You know that yeah. compounding factor. You know, it just yeah. uh, really makes people sick. <clears throat> the um, you know, let's talk about testing the house because. Oftentimes you're right. I mean, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck, right? And then and you start asking questions about people's homes, mm -hmm. right? And oh yeah, you know, we you know, we had some water leaks, you know, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's it's not hard through a few questions to go, okay, there's a problem. You know, right. so 
what's some of the better tests they can do? Because typically people get online and they'll find the, the oh yeah, they test for mold, they come out and do an air swab test, teach our people here. <laughs> right, right. And uh, you know, again, on I think the day five of this one, I have the different mold inspectors on um, and there there's a number of different there's a number of different ways that we need to test. Um, and uh, you know, obvious mold is that's easy. That's easy to see. It's the hidden ones that are the, the challenges. So it's important to, to, you can do air sampling and there's some do-it-yourself do home kits that you can get. The challenge with those is that you have to know what the data is that you're looking at. But whoever's doing air sampling too should get disturbed air samples. Uh, not, yeah. just, not just sticking something in the middle of the room. You need to be sure your HVAC system has been on. Uh, you can even uh, kind of walk around and, and use a, a fan or a blow dryer to kind of stir up the dust just to, because some of these molds are very heavy, like the Stachyboitrus or Chitomium. Those are some of the really bad guys that they've been there for a long time. They're really heavy. They're very difficult to pick up in air samples. Yeah. You can use mold plates. And um, uh, one of the guys I interviewed, JWB Java from immunolytics.com, they do an amazing job of uh, kind of do-it-yourself home kits that people can, can test for. Now, you want to put it not just in the middle of a room somewhere and or on your bed where you sleep, but also put it in those dark, moist spaces underneath the sink, you know, in um, underneath the refrigerator, or in your laundry room. Uh, those are some some places that you need to think about. Hot water heaters uh, in, in in there. So those are some other areas you can pick up some of the maybe the hidden ones. But really, if you um, and then there's um, there's some vacuum tests. Um, uh, again, uh, Dr. Shoemaker uh, popularized those, the um, Hertz me test or the the Ermi test, where yeah. you Get a you get a vacuum sample. Now it's interesting because you know all the qualified mold inspectors tend to poo-poo that test um, because for lots of different reasons. But I still I still find that if people are wanting to try and get a little assessment of what's of kind of the history of what's been in their house, and if there are some of the bad molds on there in the Aspergillus and Penicillium families and the Stachyboitrus family, then you know that there's a problem that needs to be then you need to hire a, a professional. And, and therein, that's a whole nother ball of wax. And we give you a lot of guidelines about what makes a quality professional. And, and um, if you sign up for the, for the Toxic Mold Summit, there's a free ebook right. guide. And I have, I have, in that guide, I have some uh, lists of, of organizations that you can contact, a good mold inspecting, you know, kind of around the country and some resources. Yeah, you know, um, where they're available, mold dogs are amazing. We've had major people problems solved with mold dogs. I mean, yeah. they sniff out drugs at the airport. Yeah. They can sniff yeah. out mold very easy because their mold has an odor, right? And some yeah. people just don't smell it when you live in your own house. I walk into people's homes, I'm like, mold? Yeah. <laughs> It's right. Small. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's another, I mean, that is definitely another uh, way to do it. And I think one of our bonus interviewees is, is a guy who, one of the first guys who was using mold dogs. And um, so, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, but I, I think, you know, a really a quality inspector who knows what they're looking for, especially if you have multiple family members who are sick with lots of different stuff. And everybody's irritable, nobody's sleeping well, you got an ADD, learning disorders, headaches. That's when you got to start thinking, is it something environmental? Yeah, uh, yeah and, you have to go there. <clears throat> you have to roll it out. It's my R number one. Look, right. Remove the source. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you'll never upregulate normal right. detox pathways. And 
uh, you'll never downregulate the cellular inflammation. So, you know, mold is a biggie. Okay, with, you know, right now, I, I think it's a hidden, uh, my next seminar um, in March is we have a focus on cancer. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about, because there's more mm. showing a link between mold, hidden mold and cancer. Absolutely. And again, these are, these are some of the things that I talked to with uh, Doug Kaufman. It's some of the st stuff that I talked to with um, Kai Bollinger and his wife are, are on the summit. And we talk about the, the cancer link. Uh, Doug Kaufman as well. And Dennis Hooper. Um, aflatoxins in particular uh, are known, again, they're, they're immunosuppressants. So especially if you're looking at leukemias, lymphomas, um, those are uh, definitely hormonally associated, um, I mean, excuse me, mold toxin associated uh, cancers, uh, kidney, uh, bladder, those are some other ones. So it, it, for, for several different reasons, both you're, in, you're suppressing immune system as well as you know, um, impacting the mitochondria, those are things that create uh, the cancer cells and then you get the fungal and yeast overgrowth and you're feeding it all sugar and that's where uh, some cancers arise. Um, I've had a gal's skin with breast cancer who was living in a moldy house. Uh, and so she was getting chemo and all that. And of course, that was giving her fungal overgrowth and yeast overgrowth and antibiotics. And it wasn't, she really couldn't get better until she got out of that house. And we started really working on the, the fungal side of the issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things mm -hmm. that you have to consider if you have any immune challenge, any autoimmune, any unexplainable illness. Uh, you better look under this rock, <laughs> literally. Yeah, you know, and then there's the, um, the, again, the neurological diseases that are so common too. Uh, you know, everything from uh, uh, Parkinson's and, and Alzheimer's. So D Dr. Dale Bredesen talks about inhalation Alzheimer's effect. And we're, we're breathing this stuff into, you know, into our noses, is getting in our sinus right here by our brains. The olfactory nerve goes right back into the brain under the pituitary gland of the hypothalamus. So it is a conduit uh, for chronic inflammation into the brain. And so no wonder you can get everything from psychiatric symptoms to neural degenerative diseases. Well, I mean, you, you said it, it goes right in for that pituitary hypothalamus, which controls the thyroid, um, the adrenals. So many people are down in functional right. medicine, doctor, trying to treat that. And this is, I, I put this warning out all the time. You know, it's like, I like to say, look, there's three big ones you have to consider. Mold, metals, in hidden infections mm -hmm. in the mouth. Absolutely. And by the way, which is another topic, because a lot of times we find these cavitations that make very, people very sick. Now we have better testing to test what's in them. Guess what we're finding? The mold that's in people's exposures end up making their way into these cavitations. So now we have another problem. <laughs> so check for cavitation right? And check yeah. for mold. So, you know, wow. folks can get really overwhelmed with all this because it just, it, it, it is a big ball of wax. And, you know, then you're talking about your house and oh. there, there, there's, a, there's a lot of challenges. And part of can kind of watching the summit is you can, you can hear all these different stories, but there's so much resilience and, and there's hope. And uh, you know, what you and I are trying to do, uh, Dr. Dan, is we're trying to educate people so they find it early. Think of it early in the in diagnosis, not waiting like I did. It was eight years down the road, and you know s some changes were had already happened yeah. that were so difficult to reverse. So I, I think it's important that um, if if you're recognizing these symptoms early, if you are, you know, if all all the kids in a classroom are sick and the teachers sick all the time, uh, you know, then suspect that something's going on at the school and air quality at the school. Get together with the PTA 
and say, you know, demand a high quality air testing, you know, bring in some surreptitious mold uh, plates from Immunolab, um, Im from Immunolytics. Uh, and um, so th these, these are some of the ways that we can kind of start t t turning things around is recognizing it early and All not, right. you know, not waiting five, 10 years down the road when it's much harder to turn around your immune system. It still can be done. It still can be done. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt the body heals itself. You know, and I, I, we can just talk briefly because I, I think when you're dealing with these type of illnesses, mold illnesses, you need a coach, you know, you yeah. need a practitioner who understands this, right? But let's just talk a little bit about, you know, we've been in this long enough and we've dealt mm -hmm. with so many different mold um, you know, clients between even just the two of us, let alone all the people in the summit. You know, there's some things that transition into what's common with all of us that we know works, like using binders in the gut, et cetera. Kind of talk a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, so, you know, again, a common thing that we all want to do is we want to figure out how do we mobilize these toxins and get them out of us. We start with upregulating our detox mechanisms like in the, in the liver and the bile, get those flowing, get our lymphatic system flowing. You've got to make sure the gut is working. If you're pooping well, get, getting all those things. And then you can start using binding agents and there's all different kinds uh, of binders out there. Dr. Shoemaker started out with cholestyramine. Those of us who have been doing this for a while, we, we don't use that so much anymore. There's yeah, charcoal, clay, there's pectins. It caused right. people, especially those yeah. suffering from constipation, it was hell. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so, I mean, you can, you can use pectins, um, and even with children, there's some uh, fruit pectins that you can use, apple, orange, cranberry pectins. You can actually make applesauce and make things. We um, I have a little recipe in our mold detox diet um, book that comes along with the, the summit if you, if you get the upgrade to it. So uh, we can use, uh, uh, we, zeolite is another one. So it depends what the, you're trying to the buy. The cytodetox has particles big that stay in the gut and particles that go to the cell, which are needed too. Right. The way. Yeah, you, absolutely. You have to pull these things off the cell membrane. And right. so cyto has worked, it's been a godsend for us. Mm -hmm. We also use bind that has four different types of binders. Yeah. It has, a lot of people try to use carbon, but there's only one carbon actually, mm -hmm. to actually pull biotoxin. And um, it, it's a special carbon that we mm -hmm. import from Holland, by the way. But it, it is, I mean, if this stuff gets on the counter, you can't get it off. I mean, that's <laughs> how strong it is. But anyways, uh, yeah, these binders become um, an upregulating cell function. I mean, if you don't upregulate right. what the cell naturally needs to do to get rid of the biotoxin from the membranes, mm -hmm. you're dead in the water there right. too. So. Absolutely. And this is, this is where we can use, you know, things like, again, B vitamins. If somebody's really super sick and super reactive, they're having, they're dumping histamine all the time. So they're sensitive to everything. They can't take any supplements. They can't eat any foods that we have whole protocols to help deal with and approach those, those clients. Cause that's a problem, multiple chemical sensitivity. So you start by decreasing your total toxic load in your environment eating or staying away from sugar, staying away from grains. Uh, those, are, those are some simple things uh, and, and that we discuss in the summit. Uh, something else super, super simple is you start irrigating your nasal sinuses, mm -hmm. just using sinus rinse. We add different preparations to that, uh, different botanicals um, to help knock off uh, things. We can also use um, prescription colloidal silver, EDTA. I don't use the bag spray as much anymore. Um, but uh, you yeah, can also use prescription yeah, antifungals. EDTA is uh, the yeah. better way to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, prescription antifungals. So there's 
uh, a lot of protocols that are being used. Uh, Dr. Joseph Brewer is one of the ones who started using uh, antifungals nasally, and that can be very, very, uh, very helpful. And he's been sick for a long time. So, but, but folks can just use plain old sinus rinse uh, and, and just, just start taking shower inside your nose. Just wash the mold out. Yeah. Uh, that, right there, that, that, that's helpful. Um, and like you said, uh, binding agents, and then you want to do anything you can to sweat to try and get, get it out of your pores. Epsom salt baths, uh, for some folks, things like coffee enemas. We talked to Wendy Myers a lot about detox and again, de different detox mechanisms. So if you have access to an infrared sauna, that's amazing. Um, uh, we have a, a new company out that's called Hotworks that we can go work out in, in a sort of infrared sauna kind of environment for really inexpensive for a month so, you know, where you can go frequently for free. So that's something to think about. If you've been really sick, if you have lots of family members that are sick, then, then purchasing a really high quality portable smaller infrared unit may be useful uh, to, to, to get everybody um, on board um, and then you know, give everybody some binding agents. Um, and yeah. again, we, I use a combo binding agent uh, as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm very interested in yours. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it works well. It's, it's been changed and bettered over the years, that's for sure. Well, look, I, you know, uh, number one, mm -hmm. folks, I mean, if, if you have these symptoms that we discussed, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you might want to consider looking further into your home uh, and into your own immune system, what's going on in your own body, you know, the urine test. But if you think this could be you, so, you know, that's why we're training doctors as well. So. Uh, Dr. Margaret, what a, it's great um, just to be able to bring this information. And I, I know people are going to get the summit. You know, we'll make sure we put that link here um, because it's a wealth of knowledge that you brought in. This topic, I'm telling you, it's the three things, metals, mold, and hidden infections are why people still aren't feeling well, you know, and have unexplainable illnesses that doctors are just covering up with medication and functional medicine. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we didn't get enough training uh, in, in this particular area, mm -hmm. and so that's part of why I'm doing this is to to raise awareness because it's such a, a huge, challenging problem. You know, the other thing I just wanted to mention is uh, on the fifth day of the summit. This that's when I have the different mold inspectors and um, all that. But I talked to George Swanson, who's a building biologist, yeah. which is just amazing. There's only 600 certified building biologists in this country, and in Germany, there's like 85,000 of them. Uh, you have to have that certification in order to build houses. He talks about using materials like magnesium oxide yeah. um, and like rock wool insulation. And there's, there's different, and how do you build a house so that it breathes? How do you feel, build a house also so that it guides EMFs out uh, of it and a building to, to guide EMFs out? What are some of the things that we can do for that? that EMFs is a whole other um, area. But you know what? If you're sick, turn off your damn Wi-Fi at night for sure. Yeah. And right. don't have any electronics in your bedroom. That's one of the things that you can be helpful. Get a real high quality air filter. I have some suggestions again in the ebook um, that you can put in your bedrooms. Uh, that that's something else simple that you can do. Drink filtered water. Uh, even you, you, if nothing else, get a pitcher for your refrigerator. Yeah. Um, so those those are some simple things that you could do. Rinse out your sinuses. Um, sweat a little bit and uh, start eating um, apple and and orange. Uh, and cranberry pectins and okra has lots of pectins um, to, as binding agents. So if you don't know anything else to do, you can do those things. Yeah, yeah that's great advice and something people can do right away. So thank you, Dr. Margaret. Uh, just great. And what a great summit. And I, I can't wait to hear, uh, George, I, I want to hear his talk just for the EMF reasons alone. But you're right. They're building homes much different than we are. 
uh, mm -hmm. in other parts of the country than we hear in the U.S. It's amazing we're still using drywall with paper. Mm -hmm. Really, yeah. perfect food. Just add water, and right. you have that problem. <laughs> That's true. All That's right. great. Thank you for being on Cell TV. Thank you me. are welcome. Thanks so much, Dan. Yeah. Thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you want to try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code CHTV15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.